Welcome to this week's episode of the Bills Backers of Kansas City podcast with your hosts, Zach and John. Yeah, it's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the Bills. It's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the Bills. It's the mafia, I'm with the Buffalo Bills. It's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the Bills. Uh, who you repping? What's your team? Uh, who you repping? What's your team? Uh, you know I'm repping for my team. Yeah, I got Josh Allen on my team. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, can you catch it? Trade day is like a mask, you're not catching anything. Matt Milano making plays, we not scared of any team. Best in the AFC, all the praise of Brandon Bean. Tonight, it's just Zach here. We had a little bit of a malfunction with our Twitter spaces. It's kind of something new. Um, we're going to kind of change it up and only do Twitter spaces once a month, just kind of the biggest game of the month and go from there uh, and continue to post these episodes. Um, so this is just going to be a short one as I'm just going to recap kind of a little bit of what we talked about on the Twitter spaces. What a game by this Buffalo Bills team, the grit from this team to go out there and win with all the injuries that we had just goes to show the culture that Sean McDermott's created in Buffalo. Um, Dane Jackson, Prayers up to him. I know the news right now is that there is no major damage to his spinal cord or neck, which is great news. Obviously, the concern of his health was more important than what he would be doing on the football field. But now that we know he's okay, we've got to start wondering what's going to happen on the football field and is Dane going to be ready to go? I don't think he's going to be ready versus the Dolphins. That's just my opinion. Um, But to see when he was laying on the field and all of the Bills players surrounded him. That's just going to show how much they care about him and how they that love love that they have for each other based on what Sean McDermott's created there in Buffalo. It's fantastic. Um but but on a note as far as our offense goes, that team really got going early. That first drive, it seemed like our offensive coordinator Dorsey just dialed it up and found a way to move the ball down the field and score. And then the Titans really answered well and looked very good on their opening drive. And it was kind of my nightmare. Um, I joked about it at at Al's and seeing Derrick Henry be able to um, get the the short one yard they needed for the touchdown. Um, Just so short yardage, I was concerned on that drive, but... Realistically, what ended up happening was we held them to 25 yards all game, and that's a huge, huge win. The other thing was he was zero yards after contact was what PFF was reporting, which you don't see that kind of stat, which goes up for our guys, Benford and Elam, needing to go out there after the unfortunate thing that happened with with Dane Jackson. Um, for those young corners to be able to go out and tackle well was fantastic. Um, another thing that really, really kills me to do this um, twice in one no- uh, one night, I have to give credit to Tremaine Edmonds. Um, what a performance by by him. We're talking a a young linebacker who's who's still in the prime years of his athletic career. But he's a veteran on this team because of his young age um, and how long he's been with the team. It's it's wild to me of how perform how great of a performance he had when that offensive line did not get to the second level. It allowed him to make plays, and he had a sack last night. He also stopped 
Derrick Henry multiple times in the backfield. Derrick Henry tried to stiff arm him and he threw his hand down. Um, fantastic performance by our defense as a whole, um, not just Tremaine. Um, like to see things out of Milano. That was great to see him get that pick six. We haven't seen him get an interception since week one of 2020. So it's been a while since we've seen an interception from him. And to see him finally step up and get an interception, it's something that he's wanted to do for a while. Um, not, not like he hasn't been making plays for us, but at the same point, um, to, to get the ball when we need it, to kind of put the nail in the coffin, so to speak, was was very exciting. Um, and on that play, Jordan Phillips got hurt as well. So we, we just had a lot of injuries, and that's a hamstring injury that can linger very, very much so. Um, so one thing, other thing we talked about in the spaces was John said how, how he predicted us to win that game big last week, which he did. Um, I didn't expect it to be quite as big as it was. I was nervous about that game. I was honestly more nervous about that game than I was the Rams game. And that's just because of all the hype that went in that Rams game. I was just ready for that. And then when it, we beat them, I guess I didn't want that disappointment in week two. But um, the Bills showed up and Josh Allen was benched in the third quarter because of the lead that we were able to put up. So that's very exciting, and we even got Tannehill benched, which I wouldn't have expected that. Um, their, their young quarterback came in, Malik Willis, and I, th- I think they're going to end up going with him at some point in the season. I think they've got to make a change after losing A.J. Brown. This team is not the same as one, what they once were. Um, so I want to slow down on this this whole mindset that we just beat the Super Bowl champions and now we beat the number one seed, the AFC. These are not the same teams that they were last year. Um, the Bills have improved a lot since last year and the Rams have lost a lot of key players and so have the Titans. I mean, A.J. Brown as a whole would have made a huge difference in that game and you've really got to question what's going on in their front office to get rid of a guy like him. But that's pretty much what I've got for for the game against the Titans. The other thing I I guess I remember now is our offensive coordinator Dorsey with the play calling that he's done, you you've and what Allen has done with it, it makes you wonder how many head coaches Josh Allen is going to produce just based on his play. Um I know it's still early, but he's definitely made Dable get the job for the Giants and Giants are looking pretty good so far. Um they're not they're not doing great, but I mean it, it's an improvement based on um what we saw last year. So props to Dable on, you know, trying to go in and change the culture uh there in New York, um or New Jersey as you could say. But um that's all for that game. Kind of go back into the Dolphins game. We talked about injuries and the concern there. Micah Hyde with a neck injury is a huge concern for me with with the speed and Waddle and Tyreek Hill. It's going to be big to have him back in this game, and we're hoping it's just a stinger. The last thing we want is to have our young cornerbacks in Benford and Elam out there with no help over the top. Um, we still have Poyer, but um, definitely would would be a, a huge loss to not have Hyde. So that's something key to watch this week. 
another key piece that I think is going to to be important is Ed Oliver and Tim Settle getting them back and getting pressure on Tua sending four is going to be big. If we can get into his face, I expect him to not be as accurate as he was against that Ravens team. He looked very good against the Ravens team in the second half, but I think a lot of that went to show that the secondary for the Ravens was not as good as what we remember their defense being and their secondary being. Um, or they've, uh, they've got quite a bit of guys that might might not be as good as what we expected them to be on that team. So um, the concern for the Dolphins this week weighs heavy on those injuries and getting the pass rush um, with those young guys is going to be huge. We saw uh, Greg Rousseau come in with a huge sack this last week and getting him involved is going to be big and Von Miller can be the, the, the huge piece that we need to help propel us over this team. And of course our offense getting Gabe Davis back is going to be extremely important. The Dolphins do not want to get in the foot race with the Buffalo Bills just because look at the last week for them against Baltimore. They they came out slow and they had to play catch up. 21 points. I don't see them coming back 21 points against the Buffalo Bills. Not this defense if they show up and play the way they did last night. So um, our final prediction for that game is John picked it to be 35-24, somewhere in there. I picked it 35-10. to I think it's going to be another one of those big blowout leads. As long as we get a lot of our key pieces back, Dane Jackson definitely a concern um, to not be able to play. Um, Jordan Phillips as well. I, I really don't see him coming back, but Gabe Davis... Looked, looked like he was walking just fine on the sidelines. Tim Settle looks like he's ready to go. Ed Oliver looks like he's ready to go. Getting those guys back um, will definitely help propel this team to victory. So, as always, go Bills. Make sure to check us out next week. Um, John John and I will be back at our normal, um, us, us two talking football together. Go Bills. Yeah, 2022, we here. Yeah, we back. Yeah. Speaking of 17, no more drought. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills make you want to shout. Trade day, trade day, making plays. That's John Murphy on the radio waves. Jordan Boy and Micah High all day. Bill Collectors, all they do is take away. Kyer Elam, Tremaine Edmonds, Gabe Davis. Mitch Moore, Spencer Brown, Ryan Bates. Give it to Devin, we can run all day. Yeah, Deion Dawkins, get defenders out the way. Hey, hey. Five, 
Kyle Williams, 95, that's our guy. Kim Pagula, she the best president. Red new era cap, cause the bill's great again. We gon' make it to the playoffs, we gon' make it to the bowl. Yeah, we got a belief every year, cause that's our goal. So we gotta make it happen, stick together like a staple. If you come into our house, we put opponents through the table. I said, Bills, Mafia, I said, Bills, Mafia, I said, Bills, Mafia. Shope, Sneaky Joe, Sacopaccio, call him up, see what he knows. Jeremy and Howard pick the bills, no losses. Everybody's trust is all in the process. That's what happens when you block out the nonsense. Picking the bills is easy, that's what Vine did. Passing is easy for Allen, just find digs. Yeah, Bills Mafia. Let's go, my friend.